0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible newsy video game, I don't know what that word was, (laughs) we take your horrible video game ideas and turn them into the next AAA titles.
1: I am one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea, AJ the Nintendo Direct happened yesterday. and We I, had a Nintendo Direct yesterday, and, and we and I, finally got some good video game news for
0: once in my life.
1: Fucking food. Finally, finally, some, some people food. are talking food. about the video food. games that food. I
0: give a shit about. All right, all That's right. That's right, team. We have news about the next Game of the Year contender. I know last week I said oh. that we already had Game of the Year decided with... Um, Hi-Fi Rush, a game that I did finish, and Uh that's probably going to be it. However, there is some stiff, stiff competition coming for Game of the Year later this year. And Mm -hmm. what am I talking about? That's right. I'm talking about the game on all of your minds. The game that most people in the world are thinking about and talking about and excited for, it's... Pikmin 4. Let's oh, fucking go, Pikmin. babes. Okay, that's I'm what you were excited so about. so hyped about this. Yes. yes. There's yeah. a big dog now. There's new little ice Pikmins. We're going to be on the planet at night finally. Cannot wait to see how terrifying they make nighttime
1: Pikmin. I don't honestly. I've never played Pikmin, and I've never watched Pikmin. So like, and that's what a is... character flaw for yourself. <laughs> it's kind of the worst thing about you. No, no. I, I, I'm, I. What the hell is it? Like, I know it's a beloved video game. I know people like are fucking hyped about it. I just know. Okay. N- I know nothing about Pikmin other you... than that you're a little alien guy that's in a in a yard collecting. Yes, but what
0: you are a little guy in the first game your ship crash landed and you're a little guy and then you find these even littler guys called Pikmin that you pick out of the ground and they're little men and you pick the men out of the ground (laughs) and they say and they look at you and they're like dada and you're like I don't know man and they're like tell me where (laughs) to go and then you're like okay well I found a Game Boy over here. But I can't pick it up. So maybe if I send 100 Pikmin to carry it back to my spaceship, I can use it for repairs to get off this fucking planet
1: get <laughs> build a space. and so you're given Real this PT big, logic.
0: wide area that you have to like. There's like little puzzles, right? Like, oh, how are you going to get across this bridge? And the answer is by fight, by taking all of the little bridge pieces over there to build a bridge. Mm-hmm. But you have a certain time limit because you're only allowed to be on the Earth for daytime. Because at nighttime, the monsters get scarier and they kill you forever.
1: <laughs> so is that any Pikmin that are appeal? left?
0: on the earth when you go up to orbit for the night, die. <laughs> so that's not great. <laughs> and then you have to grow grow new Pikmin.
1: So is it um, just so it's just a gameplay loop of exploring, getting material so you can like fully fly away from this planet you crashed land yep. on? That's the huh. first
0: one. The second one I don't know about. The third one, you're there. You're from a different alien planet, and you're looking on a research development, but all of your food ran out, so you have to collect fruits, otherwise your people will starve to death.
1: Oh, oh! <laughs> I don't know what the third one that's is. More, or I don't know what the fourth is going to be. That's more brutal than I thought it was going to be. That's yeah, hey, dog, yeah. they don't fuck around in Pikmin. <laughs> That's why I'm
0: so excited about being in on on land at night because you're not supposed to be there at night the monsters are scarier.
1: Okay. All right, is that is that the only piece of Nintendo news that you wanted that you were hyped about? Because I have something I'm really. It's fucking the only hyped
0: piece about. of Nintendo news that's worth talking about. If I'm uh, being bullshit. entirely honest,
1: no bullshit. The fact that G- Game Boy Advanced and Game Boy games are coming to the Nintendo uh, Vault. Okay, no, that is cool. Like, that I saw fucking that, rules, that, dude. I did see this, dude. That fucking rules. And there's also talks of like. Beca- Here's the thing that hypes me up the most is they're also. Included in that are, like, the Game Boy Advanced adaptions of Nintendo 64 games. So you're going to have shit like, like the, the the Zelda games. Like, the Zelda games people have been asking to come to the Switch for eons now. Majora's Mask, uh, the Minish Cap is coming. There's not I,
0: a Game Boy Advanced Majora's Mask. There's a, uh, there is Minish Cap, and there is Four Swords. I think that's it. what I'm most excited about playing is Four Swords.
1: Nintendo has announced that Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask will be the next game to be featured as part of Nintendo Switch's online expansion, Pass Service.
0: Yeah, that's for the 64 emulator, not oh, for the is? Game Boy oh, Advance emulator. I
1: thought I, thought, I could have swore it was. Uh, Majora. uh for those who might not have played the Nintendo 64 Classic, Majora's Mask plays out differently from other games from within the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Still on 64. Because now they have
0: an emulator for the NES, oh, SNES, I I... Nintendo 64, Game Boy, and Game Boy Advanced.
1: Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Okay, I guess I misread that. But either way, fucking Majora's Mask, like arguably the best Zelda game out there. Maybe Link's Awakening. I, I might take it. I, I don't know. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm at a cross because it's like I love things in extremes, and Link's Awakening is like the cutest of all cute games with like a really kind of bittersweet ending. And then you have Majora's Mask, which is just full, full fucking uh, balls deep horror, and I love that. I love that for Zelda. It's like when I
0: played Majora's dang. Mask as a child. When you take the masks on and off, mas- uh, Little Link screams in agony. Yes, so I would turn off the yes. TV during those animations. It's fucking, as somebody that's also never finished a Legend of Zelda game. Sorry, I burped. As somebody that's never finished a Legend of Zelda game, I do think that the best Legend of Zelda game is Twilight Princess, specifically for the hog fight. The fight on the big bridge with the hog
1: man. Oh, okay. Wait, is that Twilight Princess or was that Ocarina of Time?
0: That's Twilight Princess, babe.
1: Oh, that's right. I think it was, if I remember correctly, the first time you experienced that is an Ocarina of Time and then they redo the fight in Twilight Princess. I yeah, think. because but it's you're, like different. Your
0: people. neighborhood, your like childhood friend is being abducted by piglings. Yeah, I forget what they call their pig
1: orcs. Porkling? Oh. They're they're being abdu- ab- abducted by porklings. <laughs> What's their fan- insert fantasy orc uh, race here? Uh, but they're, they're pig-like, they're and they are orcs, and so <laughs> they're also and they're also
0: goblin-y. So I Please, think they're porklings. Pork- Pork, kind of goblin-y, kind of orky, kind of piggy. Porklands.
1: <laughs> Interesting. That's that's your choice. Uh, you know what would be kind of fun, dude? I... That
0: set piece fucking owns.
1: Oh, it's amazing. It's it's definitely one of like the key visuals of video game and history. And as someone it that's only rules. ever
0: done like two dungeons per Legend of Zelda game, yeah, that one's that event that moment stands out. <sighs>
1: Fuck, dude. Okay, here's 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 my pitch. Here's my pitch. You, because you and I were talking about. Uh, then we'll go into like the actual podcast and shit. We'll do what everybody's okay. actually here for, not t- hearing us talk about dumb video games uh, that actually exist. Oh, uh, I have. Sorry, we won't be going back to the show. I have one more thing we'll talk about. But go. oh, oh, perfect. I'm. You know what? Fuck it. it. You know what? The first ten minutes of the podcast is just for you and me. You and I can do whatever we want with that. Uh, but the moment that ten minute marker hits, bam, we're in. We're out. Yeah. Um. You know what would be super fun is, because I've never played a Pikmin game and you've never played a Zelda game, I would love for you to be my uh, my passenger while I go through like your favorite Pikmin game, and I want to be your passenger as you go through a- and beat a Zelda game for the first time. Okay, that's that fun. Think, I think it'd be a cool way for us to hang out because like one of my one of my favorite things that you know I, I, as part of my friendship with you is like is we talk about like the games that even outside the show we just talk about the games that matter to us like growing up and like really impacted us and formed us and I think a really good one was um where you were playing Alan wake because you knew how much that game mattered to me and then I I was playing some game of
0: uh, and you uh, forgive me for never finishing that game right
1: <laughs> yeah I mean it, 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 you you tried it you, you, you tried it you, no like if look like you tried it and like you could have just done the first level and been done with it and then be. but you but you could like you could see you took I you do put get in, the charm yeah you get that you got why it mattered to me and like and, and that's fun like I love playing games that matter to you um, just to kind of like because it gives me insight into my best friend and like you know like why they are the way that they are and that's and why you played devil fun. may cry right <laughs> <laughs> all right you caught you caught me you caught me a little bit you've definitely done more done more leg work on this than i have but um <laughs> it, would, it would be it would be fun uh just to go uh for us to like just experience that maybe record it maybe we don't uh just would be fun it'd be fun i agree all like, right are you ready to do our game show now wait i thought you i thought you said you had one more thing you want i changed about. my mind Oh, oh, you know, no, no, fuck it. Tell me about it. I want to know. I want to know what you were thinking. I was just gonna dunk on the new
0: Splatoon announcement because it was really funny. I laughed so hard during this Splatoon announcement. Wait, um, what happened? Because they didn't announce anything. They said, <laughs> "Check it out. We have a we have a new railway system, so you can go to a new hub spot." And the new hub spot is Inkopolis from Splatoon 1. And it's cool that you can go back there. And I was like, oh, cool. I can't wait to see all of the cool stuff that are in, that's in Inkopolis, the uh-huh. new like city hub. And, they're, and they showed off the shops. And they're like, and there's weapons. And I was like, those are the same weapons I've been buying. And then they showed shirts and shoes. And it's I was like, those are shirts. the same shirts and shoes that I've been buying. And then the commentator was like... <coughs> The commentator was like, the new Splatoon City has all of the same guns and clothes that you could buy at the old Splatoon City. There's also still the ability to buy, the ability to go to Salmon Run, and the ability to go to the store, and the ability to use the amiibo thing. And I'm like, okay, so there's nothing new here. (laughs) This is all of the stuff that I can already do in Splatoon without
1: DLC. Uh Uh-huh. So and they just, said, yeah. It's yep. just a different coat of paint. Interesting.
0: And then oh. they said, anyway, we'll have more DLC later. But buy pay us money. And I'm okay. I'm just mind boggled. They really did announce nothing. Because yeah, well, it'd be one thing, be they one know thing people if people DLC fucking buy with it. like It would be one thing if they were like, check it out. You can go to the Inkopolis and now you can interact with these things while you're in matchmaking. Mm -hmm. That'd be sick. Mm -hmm. That'd be so cool to have a new thing to interact with while matchmaking. But instead, they said, hey, you know that hub spot that you walk right past to go play the video game? We have a different one that you can walk right past to go play the video game.
1: Okay. That's nothing. It could be one of those things where maybe they're just laying down the groundwork for like a Events to be happening. It's like like in game events. Like, hey, here's a concert going on at like. Th- they at did venue. announce
0: that they would be doing fun little dances when there is a yeah. Splatfest,
1: and that's yeah. kind of cute.
0: Okay. However, but it- I still don't spend any time in the city during the Splatfests. <laughs> if anything, during the Splatfests, I'm spending more time playing the game more than spending
1: more time playing Splatoon as you should. <laughs> well, you know, if it makes you feel any better, I do have one piece it of good game news. Uh, I've already
0: decided I'm being I'm in a real tissy and whatever you're going to say won't fix my attitude. Haha,
1: <laughs> I bet you it will. Fucking Yoshi's Island is being added to Mario Kart 8.
0: I haven't played paid for any of the DLC yet.
1: wait. is that big? Do we Yoshi. love the Yoshi? Do it's we like fuck- the Yoshi map? I love Yoshi's Island. What are you talking about? Also, another beautiful game that's gonna be coming to the coming to uh the the Game Boy Advance thing. Yoshi's Island I'm gonna play the shit out of that once that launches fuck I love Yoshi's Island I can't wait to go to the uh the uh touch fuzzy get fuzzy level with the one where you like get are tripping on LSD the one where you touch
0: fuzzy and get fuzzy yeah I'm (laughs)
1: aware of it I love that all right now can we start the show let's start the show do you want to give the first submission or do you want want you to start the show start start me up let's roll Alright, so if you, you, you if you want to submit to this show, I know it sounds like we're a game news podcast, but that's not what we do. We take your lovely submissions uh, from Twitter, email, YouTube, Reddit, and turn those into the next video game titles. This one comes to us on Twitter, from Fish Harland, at Fish Harland, synonym Roll, a competitive pun party game. AJ... I played this one game that was so fucking bad. It sucked. Um, it was called. It was. I, I was. I was dating this woman at the time, and it was. <laughs> this is gonna make me sound like an asshole. It was one of her favorite games, um, and it's called. I think it's just called. Uh, Good sir, and it's basically you are just like stacking puns. On it, to insult the other person or your the player that you're going up against. it's kind of cute. No, the gameplay loop sucked. It just it wasn't. It just it just wasn't fun. Here, hold on. Ah, oh, sir, the insult simulator. Yes, oh, sir, the insult simulator. God, that game is just not good. Um, not it has a 9, of it. There's a nine out of ten? What the fuck? How? How does this have a nine out of ten?
0: That's the kind, hey. That's games. Honestly, that's... yeah, the fact that you're here saying it's bad and it gets a nine out of ten, that's good to see. This this game makes choices apparently, not ones that you like, but okay. choices.
1: It, but, okay, so here, let me read off like one of the. So the, the gameplay loop of this is you you are two people on opposing sides of the screen, as if it was a fighting game, and you have health bars at the top. And in the center of the screen, there are a bunch of like little sentences, connection words, adverbs nouns whatever and you got to like string together a sentence to insult the person on the opposing side of the screen. Let me read you one of these insults. Uh your mother acts like your husband and is someone insane. They're not they're nonsensical. That's nothing. There's it's nonsensical. Um here's another one. Your hovercraft is full of eels. Your father is a dead parrot and is an English dog pig. Okay, that one's kind of funny.
0: Um There's some real uh <laughs> who's that British comedian guy? The one that did the one with the knights? The what? Are you the talking? British comedian? The British skit comedian guy that did the oh, movie with the Knights? Monty
1: Python. Monty Python. Thank you. Yeah, Everybody that's...
0: else that listens to this show heard me and knew exactly who I was. No, talking No, because I you said get guy. You with the program? Monty
1: Python is a group of people, good sir. It's not one dude named Mister Monty Python. No, you. <laughs> no, Monty... I just thought it was one dude with a sick name. Members of Monty Python. No, it's, it's not one guy. No, it's Monty Python, also collectively known as the Python, were a British comedy troupe formed in 1969, consisting of Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, uh, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, and Michael Palin. None of those dudes are named Monty. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Also, John no, Cleese. That's, man. that's two strikes against them. I was willing to
0: forgive Mr. Monty Python for being British because he had a cool name, but uh-huh. now that I know it's just like a group of
1: eight British people, God, you're really gonna hate. You know Nick Cave, the famous artist. No, I don't know uh, things, Blake. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna hate the fact that that's not his real name. Most what? most most performers don't. They have like stage. The names, Australian singer songwriter Nick Cave, that isn't his real name. No, it's like something it's something very British. It's uh Nick Damn. Cave. These real poor motherfuckers name. that
0: don't have cool names like AJ Hart and Blake Rea have to go out and make their own made up fucking name. That wait, sucks wait, for them. Wait a
1: second, I, I fucked up. That is his real name. Never mind. Are you committing <laughs> libel on my podcast, Blake Rhea? His name is His Nicholas name is Edward Nicholas Edward Cave. Edward
0: Cave. <laughs>
1: Blake, I can't have you coming in here thought, doing libel. I thought I, I thought it. I thought that. Was I think a libel name. It has
0: to be printed in a word in Ugh. a document. Anyway, I do can't you think I Taylor have Swift is her real this. name? I doubt it.
1: All right. Uh, that, Who? Yeah, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Do you think Lady
0: Gaga is her real name?
1: Lady Gaga. Anyway, like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I want to try and figure out a way that we can do a pun game that is, um, that is actually fun to work with. So they, Fish Harlan, the thing that sucked out to me is that they did Synonym Roll, a competitive pun party game. So that had like an, that had an allusion to cooking. So I'm wondering, is there a way that we Wait, could do a cooking game? Wait, where's the, game? where's, the, oh, Synonym. Synonym, okay. yes. Instead of Cinnamon Roll, um... I want to do a sort of cooking game where the actual gameplay is describing what food you are cooking. So I want to take, like, a real hook method where it's, I, like... Hmm, I'm actually going to push against
0: the the cooking thing. Really? Okay. I feel it ties our hands a little bit. Mm. Um I'm not entirely certain how, but I want to be a little bit more imaginative in our structure work. I want to think, first and foremost, how does this game operate? Yeah. I don't want to be thinking about the the luck or the flavors or anything. I just want to think about mechanically, how does it work? Okay. I love the idea of it being party-based. This is something where every player gets to submit a word. Mm-hmm. But then you, your concern is that it won't be fun. And so now I've proposed the idea of everybody gets to propose words, that could be the synonyms but then the other players will get to vote whether or not it is a good or bad pun and can be included in the bay in whatever it is that we are building
1: okay i like this because then it's like somebody could submit a stinker but luckily there's like three other people on the couch that might have not submitted stinkers so yes, it's like exactly. Interesting. So, and then like my the thought way was you something is... similar
0: to maybe a, and then my immediate thought is okay. If we're just trying to make good synonym jokes that go into something, is it a big ball? Is it synonym roll like a Kam Katamari Dynasty situation?
1: No, I think if the best way of doing this because it's a party game, you need to make it as simple as possible. So I think it it'll be like you are um a, a game begins and you are given a situation or a prompt so it's like somebody's at a pet store they're trying to buy uh they're trying to buy something and then the the interaction between them and the cashier is the setup for this pun thing um and then you all so now that you have the setup hey write a noun uh write an adjective write something and then you get to like see all of the words that went up on the screen and then you guys get to vote um i don't I can easily see this being very much like a quiplash sort of thing of like you didn't write something that fit the prompt, but you wrote something that got everybody to laugh. And it might I think that's kind of where the fun of the game can come in and people can kind of vote on that and just see what amalgamation of a mess you can make. But then again, it's also like. It, it, and that still runs the risk that I, uh, of the problem I have with Osir oh, that it just could become jargon. It could just become nonsensical. I realized uh, I
0: was thinking of the wrong word tool. Synonyms are when things are the same word but different words for it, like fun yeah. and cool. I was thinking of the thing where it sounds like the same word but it isn't. A oh,
1: homonym? homonym. Yeah, I believe. I don't know you you asked me some math questions when this prior to this episode now you're asking me english questions aj i'm i'm an artiste i just my
0: original concept was something along the lines of a homonym roll rather homonym, than a synonym roll
1: homonym roll it's made out of hummus mm, hominem. is there any is there any legs on this or do you want to try something else uh let's try something else okay okay give me something brother
0: this submission comes from Gazer at Just Gazer. Fleet,
1: Ooh. play as a
0: normal sci-fi racer where your goal is to become a top space racer. Your rival, a knockoff Han Solo. Game can diverge into entirely different genre based on a hidden value. Ooh. Let's you join Han's crew in a racing-centric adventure heist space GTA.
1: Okay. So this
0: would be a racing game. Like dirt, but not like dirt. Like... St- Star Wars pod racer, but we have hidden stats, which are of mm-hmm. course everybody's favorite kind of stat if I'm basing anything off of games like Elden Ring and other FromSoft games. These hidden stats will help you I do, unlock other paths. Okay. Do you remember do you, you played Star Fox 64, right? Yes. So for those that didn't, Star Fox 64 was a railway shooter where you played, you had a little plane and you were going through a mission. Mm -hmm. And there was a point in the game where you would do levels to get to the end of the galaxy. But every now and again, you would get a prompt. Uh, In the first mission, I believe it is uh, Slippy has a moment where Slippy, the frog, is being abducted. But if you were able to stop the ships that are attacking Slippy, then you get to keep Slippy. Otherwise, if you let Slippy g- get abducted, then after that mission, you have to go do mission A. If you keep Slippy from being abducted, then you get to do mission B. But this is a player choice that is affected based on the gameplay. What if which mission you went on to do was affected by a hidden value during your plane building?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out like what is, what is the thing... So I'm trying to figure out these stats. Is it something that is just invisibly stacking and then... then do, does it know- well
0: let's think about some good hidden stats we have normal stats for car racing game right speed top speed acce- or top speed acceleration handling etc mm-hmm. but then what are some good hidden traits what are the kind of traits that you can't build you just feel like I if i it. put flames on my car of course it makes me go <laughs> a little bit faster but it also adds to my cool stat <laughs> It also adds to my gaudy stat,
1: Wait, and hold the gaudy on.
0: stat will include will cause its own interesting things. Like Let me characters pitch you on targeting this. me on the track.
1: Let me pitch you on this. Let me pitch you on this. Okay, so the submission is like is about, oh my god, we're gonna make a Warhammer game, AJ. So... no what, I, wait, How is this yeah, a Warhammer yeah, game? What okay, are you about you could, to do to this? Because you invisibly just said a Warhammer reference, and I don't think you do. Um, <laughs> oh, putting flames on things makes it faster. Yeah, 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 I know that part. <laughs> so, orc, uh, those that don't know, Warhammer, um, there are orcs. And the way orcs work in Warhammer is if enough of them believe in something, then that is true in that reality. So, like, Orcs have this deep belief that different colors represent different things. If you put flames and paint your car red... It uh, it does go faster. Like canonically, it somehow goes faster than any other car painted another color.
0: So I'm just going to write this off as a Warhammer reference. I think it's more <laughs> important to think of like we'll, we'll have the stats go no, up no, no, a little no, no, bit, no, no, no. and there'll be some flavor text. No, I no, really no, want
1: to dial into the
0: hidden stats.
1: Play. No, but pick no no. But this is this is the thing that's going to motivate the hidden the those hidden stats is like the belief of like oh. I'm this. Uh, there's an invisible cool stat. There's an invidib- invisible, like, aggressive stat that is like all things that are dictated by your driving style. So it's like, do you do a lot of drifts? Well, guess what? Your cool stat's going up. So that's going to unlock a lot of tracks that do cool shit. Um, oh, okay. So you're
0: proposing that if I drift really good and p- particularly cut somebody off while
1: drifting, yes. I
0: will increase yes. my cool stats. It'll increase and your cool stat. It'll in- increase will your affect danger stat.
1: Your trick hidden- stat.
0: And these yeah. are hidden stats that go in the back end, and then when I do my cutscene between levels, mm-hmm, I get mm-hmm. to then like Han Solo will then approach me and say, "Hey, you drive really cool and dangerous. Would you like to join me for my suicide would you, mission? Would you
1: like to dro- join me on my on my sweet uh, race through the galaxy?"
0: Yeah. Now, no. I- what are some other friend? What are some other hidden stats we could do? My I propose a charitable hidden stat
1: charitable okay in what in what way like letting people pass you Or yeah like this would people... be some.
0: this would be a hidden stat that you could increase because you might notice that some of the race cars have blinkers and if you do not hit the car while they're using their blinker then you'll increase your charitable stat just a little mm. bit also i think that if you put blinkers on your car you will increase your charitable stat just a little bit it's a cosmetic thing Allegedly, but it increases your charitability. Is it if your chari- charitability is high, then that means that you'll be contacted by nonprofits and they will sponsor you. And then there will oh. be a whole plot line where depending on how good you race, a child will or will not die from cancer.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> and is that... Are, <laughs> I can picture... It's so, not like three-fourths of the way through the game. You just, like, after finishing a race, it just a, a, like, highly detailed cutscene comes out or starts playing, and it's just about this kid's, like... <laughs> fucking yeah uh, there's a whole there's cancer. a whole hidden plot line about oh you my meeting a child that's been fighting off
0: cancer and loves you and thinks that you're the coolest racer out there because you're the one out there practicing proper safety you're the one using your blinkers during the race you're the one that's not cutting people off
1: during the race and yet you still do so good we weird. love you sweet racer it's so weird because like this is a game about just like things that you wouldn't think would connect connecting It's just like, (laughs) I want to
0: lean into the career management of like sports games. Like, I don't know if you know this, but some of those sports games have been getting pretty crazy in their plot lines. Oh, yeah. There's a a 2K basketball game that apparently in in the career mode, when you start the game, it like does all of the game. And then I've been told that when you don't get drafted, the screen blacks out and then comes back up and you're playing a basketball game in China and all of the commentators don't speak English and you just have to play the video game for this one game. And it's like the second basketball game you play.
1: Whoa. So it's like if you didn't get drafted, you get basically assigned to an an international team or like... Oh, interesting. So it's just like talking so about I like So I want to lean into the, some paths. of that
0: wild stuff. I want to do a really bu- – like some bizarre branching p- paths of what your hidden stats could set you up to start uh, doing.
1: It's okay. possible
0: that you could start off as a very charitable race and then start doing dangerous things. And instead of cool Han Solo getting involved, you get a gang organization coming after you. That's what. Because I, that's, you, that's were, you were on the straight and narrow. And uh. now, now you're a crime racer?
1: hmm so it's like so okay here here's here it is here it is um if you damage your car or if like it gets totaled then it's just like now you owe money to the mob and you the need hidden, to be... the hidden the hidden stat yeah. owing money instead of owing money to the mob so but you don't you don't it, it, of course this is you don't realize this so you go into your next race your car is totally fixed or whatever um but you also kind of notice that uh it's like oh there's some like some people in the stands like in big trench coats and like shadowed hats um and it's just like something's just like really minimal but like as the races go on if you start losing more and more those like bodies get closer and closer to the front seats um and you just like uh basically if you i want to do the thing of like if you keep losing and you and not making money from winning races, the more likely they are going to kill you or like. Yeah, take the you investors
0: out. come down on you more and more, and that will yes. culminate in a race where you have to race off to the sunset while escaping all of the criminals it. that are racing after <laughs>
1: you. Is and that that's so, the other thing we got to think yeah.
0: about? All of the, we have to think about the final race for all of these. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for the not Han Solo, you have a race where you are trying to get in and out of a horribly secure compound and steal all of the good stuff that you want
1: also uh, for the kid the c- for the kid with the cancer it's a real balto situation you need to fly to the other side of the galaxy because you own, you have all of the medicine that's going to treat little timmy in the back of, in your cargo bay exactly. so, it's a, so, it's a, so it's a time situation of like hey you're so charitable you race so good we need you to like get Get space chemo to little to our little boy on the other side of the galaxy and to have to dodge meteors and shit. I love this because the replayability of this game is gonna be insane. Whereas it's yes. like all of the secret endings, all of the secret pathways, all of just like, Huh, like, what? How am I getting access to this? What did I do? No, I never met Space
0: Marilyn Monroe. What are you talking about? Space Marilyn Monroe. It's like, oh, in order to get Space Marilyn Monroe's attention, you have to drive super dangerously to start hanging out with Han Solo's crew. But then you need to pivot and start driving safely because then Space Marilyn Monroe will see you from the stands and she'll say, whoa, this guy's so cool and dangerous, but I would be so safe in his passenger seat. How about this? And then she approaches you to ride in the car are with you on one of your races. I, I, and then you get I'll the romantic on so- path where you I'll pitch fall you on in something love a with Space Marilyn Monroe.
1: I'll pitch you something oh, a little bit more spicy for Mar- for Blake, uh, Space Marilyn Monroe. What's up? Why did you let me move right past
0: Mar- Marilyn Monroe? Marilyn Monroe.
1: <laughs> okay, to romance Marilyn Monroe, I don't want it to be like she sees you from the stands. I think we can go with something a little bit... The the joy of this is that your pa- your track leads you to some weird play racing on a space track leads you to some really weird parts of the galaxy. You uh-huh. to start this romance thing, you need to drive dangerously. You need to be yeah, almost you need to st-
0: drive, drive cool and dangerous to
1: get involved to with be- Han Solo's plot line. No, you almost need to be like a stunt driver. Guess what? A movie producer's like, "Hey, I got this upcoming picture. It's going to be Starlin, uh, Space uh, Marilyn Monroe." What Moonrow. hidden
0: stat do you have to increase or decrease? Because we already established Han Solo is interested in you for driving cool and dangerous. So how okay. do you get the movie producer's attention? Because the uh, you stat, have to fucking crash cool your car. Already a lot. taken. You have to oh. be a stunt
1: driver. So that's so that gets you hired to be like, hey, I have this upcoming picture. There's a lots of car crashes. So in the it. Hit, the hidden I, stat sturdy,
0: which you yes, get, or sturdy. The, which you get there from you getting
1: knocked around in, in there. You car go. Accidents. And then guess what? A producer hires you. You're gonna be the stunt driver for uh, the uh, the the love interest of Marilyn Moon Moonroe. But guess what? While you're driving on set, you basically fall in love with Marilyn Moonroe. And now it's like, now I'm trying to think of like. Is is the end of like maybe the the actual star of the movie got so jealous and then he tries doing one of your stunts and ends up dying so now you need to become the main character of this movie and like mm-hmm. the final race is like the 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 end of the movie climax race that is like I, yes however there's, there's like one big set.
0: stipulation yeah, I, I want to make sure that all of our final acts have different conditions for victory so mm. for example. Being, getting, doing the ending where you save the child from space cancer, you have to get across the galaxy
1: (laughs) within a certain time limit. Yes, it's a timed event.
0: For the ending where you're trying to ride off into the sunset and escape the mob, it is a timed thing and you have to take no damage or under a certain amount of damage. That way your spaceship can always continue moving forward it's it's not a These... time
1: thing um this the one where you're going with the mafia you're driving through uh, an asteroid field and you need to figure out how to get them to crash into uh, asteroids okay i like that so it's like not so it's not timed it's just more of like or actually maybe that should be han solo's thing is like you have to get people to crash because like the idea of they're after lean into, you yeah you're trying to dr- you have to drive dangerously to get them to crash um, so it's like trying to the, lean, lean into the ride into the
0: sunset. Then we do get to keep the, I'm just trying to stay safe and get away from all of these people without hurting me too much. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Maryland moon row one, there is a race that you have to do, but the real goal, the secret goal is to hit the maximum cap of top speed in the video game.
1: You also, have to thrill her. You have to show oh, you how cool you are by driving oh, so fast and
0: achieving the ultimate high speed. You okay. have to go at light speed so, in order to finalize that how, does
1: that how does that play into Sturdy, though? Like, I feel like mm. you need to... I feel like is the gameplay of that then you need to pick up as much speed because yes. you need to hit the finish line... While crashing, so the the end the races ends with you like you have to go uh, so
0: fast fast you break the laws of relativity and you would functionally you know how you can go light speed um it's like that but you just teleport onto the other side of the thing that you were supposed to um. Crash into.
1: And that's the final shot of the movie is like this yes. epic crash. Like this big giant. No, the, like It's
0: a lack of a crash. If you don't go fast no, enough, you crash into no, the no. wall horribly. If you go fast enough, you just teleport.
1: Ba-dhoo! Oh, okay. So you break. Okay. Okay. Okay, I see. So it's like a it's like a Back to the Future thing. It's like he needs to get to 88 before he hits this wall or before exactly. he Exactly. Okay. 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 Okay, I like that. Dude, it's this is the world's video most dangerous
0: stunt that you're only allowed to do because you're so sturdy. Okay. But that's just it is that now your vehicle needs to be able to handle the speed. And ha- and you have to be able to handle that speed because let me mm-hmm. tell you, space vehicles at that speed will get speed wobbles. You ever seen a car get speed wobbles? No, I don't <laughs> think I have. I don't know if it's possible on Earth. No, for a they car. they spe- seem
1: too heavy to get speed wobbles. No, they get speed wobbles, dude. Have you seen like the those people that go and test like race cars on salt beds? And when they get the speed no. wobbles, it's what ter- that sounds horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, it's terrifying because it's like. They they're going so fast that like any little movement is just it becomes a major like any like little turn of the steering wheel becomes like a major movement in the car and like once the forces start like shaking it it just it it's terrifying it's fucking scary. Space
0: speed wobbles.
1: Okay, uh, real quick question. So we've talked about like extremes. What happens if you just play this game kind of middling? Does it? Oh, it's like just a nothing. car game. It's just a it's car game. It's just a car game. game. <laughs> yeah, it's just—it's just like it's a just space a, it's car just a Regular, game. regular car Holy game. Holy
0: shit, Blake! This is it. What's this up? This is what the next F Zero game is. F-Zero?
1: This is why they're
0: taking so long to give us another goddamn F Zero
1: game. Is that the one that has uh, Captain Falcon? Yes, Captain... this is the one with Captain Falcon. Okay, you... yeah, do we? Want... Is this? Are we trying to lean into F-Zero with this? Or are we trying no. to, like... I'm, yeah.
0: I'm just saying that these are space cars and space races. And so, uh. like, visually, it will likely end up falling into a F-Zero-esque art style. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be an F-Zero game.
1: Ooh, Okay, actually, real. I just want to see... But what if it was and our not Han Solo was Captain Falcon? <sighs> yeah, if you're trying to impress Captain Falcon, because, like, I... I uh, what if you the want next... to be
0: part of Captain Falcon's racing team and he's the one doing the heists?
1: Honestly, I feel like this is super on brand because something that's really big in media is like the next generation of people. Like, uh, is this Last F-Zero, of Us, God of War. Generation? Is this F-Zero, next generation? F-Zero 2K? F-Zero, 2 2K. Uh, yeah, I-, I feel like that could be kind of fun. Be a cool way to bring Captain Falcon back outside of a fighting game. You know, it'd be so weird... To think, you Hmm. know what's weird to think about is like if they did launch a new F Zero game, people would be like, why is the fighting guy in this game?
0: Most people don't know he's from like Captain Falcon has to be known more as the dude from Smash Brothers than he is the car racing guy, mm -hmm, right?
1: Mm hmm. So it's like, I feel like people would look at that and be like, huh? What the fuck is this? It'd be kind of
0: like showing somebody Fast and the Furious 9 and then being like, anyway, (laughs) you see Dominic Toretto in this? Check this out. And then showing them Fast and the Furious 1. And then we're like, yeah, he really cares about that Charger because it's his dad's car.
1: (laughs) I don't know if that one's comparable. I think that just shows like motivations are different. Not so much like they're completely different the, jo- like No,
0: I think they it is comparable because at this point they're fighting often like super soldiers, and back then he was just a guy that liked cars
1: yeah i guess you're right a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. this is
0: this is f-zero because captain falcon went from a dude that likes his fast car to a mm-hmm. guy that has a punch that rub that like functionally two people looks like it breaks the laws of physics and go hits so hard it creates an explosion like mario has magic powers captain falcon hits that hard
1: okay all right let's put it let's put a pin in this i want to i want to give you another game okay give me one this one comes to us on twitter from no romo at tj underscore garcia one rhythm game about people who drum on their desks at school i was one of those people i was addicted to that shit we were all
0: those people did you learn any of the cool rhythms with the pen where you like tap the tip two times and then like let the whole pen slap what is that a thing Wow, you really weren't one of those guys. You want to try I, well, I to did, fucking come in to... here claiming you're one of those guys, and you don't even have advanced pen drumming systems I, I, in place. I didn't.
1: I didn't make it to the big leagues, dude. I couldn't afford pens. I had to use my fingers. Fucking embarrassing. I came up on fingers, dude. Could cut me some slack. <laughs> Did, not a fucking pen to rub together. <laughs> this motherfucker
0: so, didn't even have a pen to chew
1: on. I, okay, so here's, this is the game I'm thinking for this. I want to do a rhythm game that has a stealth mechanic, which I don't think I've seen before. So, like, the thing about drumming on your desk is that you wanted to do it without. Like the teacher like calling you out for doing it so you could do uh-huh. this a couple of ways you could play quieter or you can do it primarily when other people were talking so it's like you have to go through like a guitar hero like game but you need to also like completely stop movement when a teacher's looking at you or the decibel level of the classroom gets too high so I want to do like a rhythm game that prevents you from getting into that flow state of a rhythm game. And I'm going pay- to one-up you one. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I think you're
0: right. It should be a rhythm game with lots and lots of distractions to get you to look away from like the little beats that are coming up. Because it's a rhythm game, so we're just going to assume of the Rappa style. You have four buttons that you have to press as the marker hits the top of the screen. Mm-hmm. But... Like you're saying, you're going to have the teacher watching you. You're going to have the loudness of the class changing. You're going to have kids that are trying to talk to you, and it's rude to drum while kids are looking at you. Yes. But here's what I'm going to propose, is that while we have all of those distractions, the intent of the game is still to be drumming when you are not being distracted. Uh Uh-huh. But Blake, I hear you thinking, but how do you keep the rhythm? How do you keep knowing what you're supposed to be hitting? Well, it's easy. You feel it. I recently finished the hit rhythm-based beat-em-up game Hi-Fi Rush, Uh and at a certain point in that game, it sort of expects you to have the rhythm of the game down. You should have your combos kind of memorized, but the rhythm of your inputs should be down to a T, and you Mm -hmm. should be listening to for cues about when to dodge, when to parry, or when to jump. We can do the same thing with a full-blown Parappa the Rappa-style rhythm game of just presenting all sorts of distractions so that you know when to stop drumming or when to do other inputs that are not drumming. Mm -hmm. But the drumming should be felt in your soul. You should know what you're supposed to be hitting.
1: What does that mean mechanically? Mechanically. Um, mechanically, it just
0: means that we are going to give them so many distractions that the player is never actually able to look at the inputs and debatably the inputs would actually fade away. So mm-hmm. maybe the little grid of like, uh, watching the little X, Y, Z trail up to the top of the screen. So, you know, when to hit the buttons that will fade away. Once you hit a groove, the mm-hmm. longer you're chained, the more transparent it is.
1: Can I pitch you on something a little bit different? Um, okay. I want this to be kind of a multi-sensory thing, so I'm. I recently, we're going
0: to tase the player. No,
1: <laughs> no, I'm playing. Um, I'm playing Dead Space right now on on a PS5, and oh, I you noticed, got that
0: haptic feedback, don't you? That's hey, wait,
1: actually, I want to hear it from somebody. Like, what's the haptic feel like? Haptic is it as good as I imagine it? It's pretty fucking amazing. But you know what? The thing that actually blows my mind even more is that. Um, the triggers actually have different tension settings. So when you're, like, for example, when my gun is out of ammo, pulling the trigger is actually really difficult on the PS5. It's not loose. It actually gets tighter and it feels like you're clicking a mechanical, like that sounds so sexy. It's it's fucking cool as hell. So when you said you feel the rhythm in your soul, what if we did a game that is all about feeling the rhythm of the haptic feedback? So it's like you feel three pulses at a certain rhythm. Guess what? You're going to need to press a button that matches that rhythm. So You will visually be seeing a bunch of distractions and have to use your eyes to make sure you're not, like, pressing things at the wrong time, but you also need to be feeling with your hands what the actual rhythm is. Do you remember when the
0: Joy-Con was first coming out, and they said, check out the Joy-Con. It feels like boobies in your hands now, and also you can
1: count how many (laughs) marbles are in it. Yeah, they they didn't say the booby thing. They said the marble thing. They did not say the booby thing. Oh, didn't they say the booby thing? No, they did not. I go to
0: YouTube really quick. Uh... Nintendo Switch. They did Sen not say Ren booby. Kagura they did
1: not. Boobs. No, they didn't. They fucking didn't. Nintendo's perverted, but they're not that perverted. Come on.
0: So, anyway, check this out. This ad campaign for the new Senren Kagura game
1: back off uh, hold on hold, on hold on hold on hold on hold on is this nintendo switch doing the marketing or senran kagura doing the marketing it's a
0: it's a senran kagura game that is exclusive to the nintendo switch and it uses the haptic feedback of the nintendo switch device to make or like the hd rumble to make it feel like you have boobs in your hand okay this is but their that's, words not but me but
1: that's that's the that's not nintendo marketing that that's I'm them. going to say that
0: that's Nintendo. I think no. Nintendo came out and said that. No, no, think, no, no. no. Like, that's... I don't think they said it publicly, but I think that Nintendo <laughs> went up to the Senran Kagura guys and they were like, "Hey, this could be, like the... be, like... <laughs> be like
1: boobs. It could be like it could be like boobs." I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait. You saying that, you said it in the same voice as you say your uh your uh the, your mech playlist that you have on Spotify of like we made the look light up like us. That same intonation is like we
0: we made them look, we could make them look like anything so we made them look like us. We can make the HD rumble feel like anything. So we made, so we made, it, made feel it feel like, feel like, like boobs. Like boobs. <laughs> anyway, the Senran Kagura game claims and markets that it uses the HD Rumble to make it feel like boobies in your hand, and also you, know, you can count how many marbles are in there. So can we find ways? I'm I'm going to immediately pivot away from the boobs. I brought it up because it was funny, but
1: and shows the versatility of the HD Rumble. Really quickly before we before we jump back to the to our video game. Um, you know I've been I've been, I've been privy to uh. One boob touch in my life, only one, and it was not shaped. It was not shaped like a Nintendo Switch controller. I I think (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I I don't think boobs can are shaped like that. That's my only note. I don't know. I don't know what the haptic feedback translates to. Like boobs don't vibrate. Boobs don't vibrate. So like Like, it makes sense for marbles because marbles can fit in the palm of your hand. Boobs don't though. <laughs> boobs do you don't... want to do the research for me? Do you want to play the new
0: uh Senrin Kagura on Nintendo Switch and tell me what no, the boobs Oh, like?
1: I no, I don't care for the Senran Kagura games. Like they they're are they just Well they're, they're like... the only game
0: that I know that's using HD Rumble for boobs. So unless you can find <laughs> me another one. I was hoping that I was hoping that on the current line that the Fire Emblem games had been on after Fates that maybe oh. the next one would have some sort of feature like that, but it didn't. No. Um Probably Look, good w- for the franchise, but bad for my memes and Look, my jokes. If
1: I if I want to have like good finger feel on like simulated booby touch, and I'll play with like an HTC Vive that has like the independent finger tracking and independent Whoa. finger vibration, yeah. Like that's if you want no because there's no want...
0: resistance there and you know it and you feel like you were like the Terminator grabbing a boob and by that I mean just kind of crushing it. <laughs> anyway, this is stupid. Do you want to talk about video games or are we closing the show?
1: <laughs> um, I mean let's 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 do let's let's figure out this game really quick and then let's talk about our nug. So okay. you or did we nail it on the head? It's like you have to like match the haptic feedback on the controller. While also paying attention to what's going on on the screen. So it's like a hand like and eyes. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be fun. Like a, a rhythm stealth a rhythm All of stealth the prompts game. are
0: telling you when not to p- do anything. Yeah. And when to like maybe shake the controller or move the controller in some way. But all of the prompts that you feel are the controller like actually telling you what mm-hmm. prompts you should be doing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's the controller like, uh, will
0: vibrate to the right, to the uh, upwards and downwards, and you'll feel it push that way. And that's how you'll know when you should, like, that you should be pressing that. Yes, you'll feel yes. the controller bump left. You hit yes. left button. You this feel kinda, it bump right. You hit the right button.
1: This kind of reminds me of that one game that broke so many PS4 controllers. The um, It's the movement game that you have to, like, keep your whole controller still or move it slightly according to how fast-paced the music is but it's also a versus game so it's like you and I could be playing there's a PS- real game like that that sounds like it rules <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of funny it's it, you basically I have my ps4 controller you have your ps4 controller and there's soft gentle music playing on the screen you and I need to keep our controllers as still as possible and then the music kicks up, and it's like really fast-paced orchestra. I have to slap your controller out of your hand to get it to move really fast. Hmm. Um, okay. and, <laughs> it's
0: no longer cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it, 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 it's, it was built to just break people's shit. It was very funny. Um, it, <laughs> it really was a cool game that should not have been made. Um, all right, what's our Nug? Is it our racing game that has multiple I think routes? it's our
0: racing game with hidden stats.
1: Okay. Um, all right. So let's figure. So I feel like we figured out what all of our end game stuff is. So the two things I want to talk about is. What does this game look like? Is it like a cell shaded sort of thing? Because I'm picturing it just looks like Hi Fi Rush because Hi Fi Rush is on the I height.
0: love the idea of a cell shaded, like very colorful world.
1: Yes. Yes. Very much like it's just like super, super loud, super fun, super space age kind of What like, does um, our
0: UI look like? We've mentioned that we're going to be able to build these cars. Are we zooming in to look at these cars? Are we, like, and all of the pieces inside of it? Like, is it camera-wise just like one of the uh, Forza games where, like, if you're changing the tires, it zooms into the tire and you get to see all of the different ways that a
1: tire looks? Part of me is wondering if, like, this is one of those games that has no HUD whatsoever, and it's all... there has
0: to be a lot of there has to be some sort of HUD in UI because part in... of this game is customizing our vehicle. So that's one thing. Customizing like, what it looks like, you... how it operates, and fu- and all of the ways that swapping something out
1: could improve or decrease our hidden stats. I think there's um, a HUD for like the shop elements where you are uh-huh. building your car and you can kind of get stats and stuff of like, oh, this wheel gives you more traction, whatever. But during the racing scene, I don't want to see a miles per hour sh- thing. I don't want to see a car condition. I want it to be completely you feel the car like you can feel I like, if, like yes. if you're if like the, your right tire is blown out. Guess what? You're gonna feel the your controller vibrating. You'll feel like yourself drag wrong. that way. Like yeah. the handling
0: will drop. Drag. Yes.
1: Yes. And just keep it completely immersive because do we even it, have the little
0: odometer in the bottom corner, or do no. we go as far as removing the odometer in the bottom corner? We.
1: N- I want no HUD because the if this game is all about invisible characteristics, we should lean into that and in, into every aspect of the game that makes sense. So it's like okay. if you if like your your so we'll select upgrades or or where driving somebody fans. says
0: this will increase the top speed, but yes. we don't have like a, a gauge on the side that shows like this is the top speed gauge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You should all of those upgrades should be felt, not seen. And okay. I, think, I like I that. I think that will play into this whole thing of, like, there is so much going on behind the scenes while you're racing that you just don't know, that you can't see. And that allows us to then play with those visual gags we were mentioning of, like, the mafia guys in the stands. So, it's like, you're not going to be looking at your HUD. You're going to be looking at the stadium. You're going to be looking at the race. You're going to be looking at, like, all of the visual things going on that tell you if you're on, like, the right storyline track or not. So, it's like, oh... Why are those guys getting closer to me? Oh, I lost last race. That must mean those guys are coming closer. So that must be related to me losing the last race. I wonder what happens if I keep losing. Are they gonna come fucking get me? Are they gonna kill me? Are they gonna like? Oh whatever? yeah,
0: I'm gonna add one in at the last minute here. There's a whole plot line about coming in second every time.
1: Ooh, you're a real um fucking. What's that one guy from the first uh, Cars movie? The guy, who, the green guy, uh, who's yeah. always second. Yeah. Second. Uh, okay. So what is, is the final, what is the storyline of the, of always being second? Like, what is the final, what is the final race? Is it like, Hey, come in. This is the last race of your career. You need to come in first for the first time ever. Um, Like, th- are you, it, are you going to go off like as only second? Are you going to go, are you going to actually win one for once?
0: I almost like the idea of the story being about the other person and about this other person's paranoia of them being like, "I can't escape you. You are always there in my shadow," and just like watching this person become so stressed about that and almost want you to beat them for once.
1: We because they are sick of
0: the stress of always being the number one racer. But that doesn't. If you're going to take them, take them already. Please set them free.
1: That sounds like more, that sounds like, I don't know, like that doesn't, I don't feel like that would be your narrative focus, because if you're playing as the person who's always in second, I feel like the emotional weight is going to be like, I don't give a shit that this person's frustrated about me, I care, I'm frustrated that I'm always in fucking second. So like then AI. do
0: we go ahead and start adding in a system where if you come in second in two races in a row then we bump up the AI for this this number one racer and then we get to focus on the player.
1: Maybe or you can do Because the because here's the thing about like, racing games is
0: it's very easy in my experience it's very easy not to be the loser because most most racing games in my experience the win condition is being the fastest racer. And so the idea of allowing the player to finish second in races multiple times and then going so far Uh, as to crank up the difficulty of the number one racer, mm -hmm. meaning that they are always going to beat you. Now we are able to put a little bit more pressure on the player of saying, okay, for the next eight races,
1: we have it coded mm -hmm. that you're never going to beat this guy. How can we
0: leverage this to frustrate you for this story?
1: Yeah, but then that then I don't think we should focus on the frustration of the guy who's always in yeah, first. I, I think agree. We should yeah. So it's just like I, I think that level of frustration of always being second, um, that's a good storyline to come it, to lean into. Um, yep.
0: I was imagining the frustration of the se- the other guy being. I was imagining that the frustration of the number one racer makes sense if the player is consciously coming in second every time. But mm-hmm. I think that if we make it so that it is. Difficult, if not impossible, for the player to take first, then that is better. Um, okay, correct me like, if I'm wrong. I feel like you played that Hot Wheels game recently, and am I right? Like that game's that win Wheels condition game. for everything was just, hey, you, if you don't come in first, restart.
1: So no. So the way that it, this game fucking got one of my favorite racing games because of Need for Speed so, uh, Most
0: Wanted definitely was a if you don't come in first, that's a loss type. So of game.
1: there's there's two there's two it's different. So like the way hot wheels is, is there's like a bunch of races between um, like major races. So it's like, you have like a, Hey, here's this track. You're going to, if you, regardless of where you place, just actually, no, get like top three and then you can go on to the next area or the next uh, track. But there okay. are certain, but then there are special races, which are like themed after famous hot wheels, play sets where you have to come in first on those play sets uh, to get access to the next area, which have, like, a bunch of other tracks you can go on to. Uh, and okay. the th- cool thing is those are kind of like boss fights where it's the Hot Wheels track itself is trying to kill you. Like, it's a it's a dragon that's throwing lava all over the track, or it's a Yeti that's throwing ice Hell all yeah. over the track. This it's game fu- sounds cool. It, it fucking rules, dude. I'm a huge fan of that game. Um, But, yeah, no, okay, so what are we calling this game? Like, I feel like it... it Uh, something like this is like, I want to lean into track somehow because like this whole game is about different tracks of story you can take. So it's like, is it like the wrong track? The right are on the right track. There you go. Bam. On the right. On the
0: right track is good. Actually. I like that a lot.
1: (laughs) There we go. Fucking nailed it. Um, hell yeah. I like this game. I like this game a lot and it has that plenty. It has that level of stank to it that i feel like old like 1980s and early 90s games had where it's like uh you don't know the right path so you just have to play this game a lot to figure it out
0: yeah uh, and i also love the idea of like hand. people are going to get different experiences out of yeah, it which
1: yeah. i love that's cool all right on the right like, track that's a game that's a fucking game are we ready for patch notes let's go to patch notes Hey everybody, welcome to Patch Notes. If you like us and you have a friend you like even more, please share this podcast with them. It'd mean the world to us. I'm sure they would get at least one quality laugh, which is like the ideal thing when you're showing anything to a friend, because like, we're funny. AJ's funny. AJ's a funny guy. I'm sure your friend would love them. And if you're nervous
0: about how to start this kind of conversation, uh, I have the perfect opener. You just send them a message and say, I'm going to die if you don't listen to this. And then send them (laughs) a link to the Spotify page. Mm, Um, I think that'll be a good opener. I think it's a friendly opener. uh, And it's a good joke for you and your friend to have forever as a fun little inside joke. It might even start an inside joke between you and your friend where anytime you want anything from the other one, you start it with, I'm going to die if you don't blank. And that'd See, be a fun quirky little thing.
1: I kind of like that because it gives me that. Um, what's that thing at the end of Super Hot? It's like you. Hey, you s- send this game to a friend, and it's like this is. Yeah, the it most, gives you it's it'll the be most revolutionary like your own copy bullshit. pasta. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, or it's like yeah, a copy pasta. That's exactly what it is. All right, share it with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. As always, our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by
0: Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.